FM 96.1. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment right. It's time to get locked and loaded with a special four-hour gun sports radio broadcast live from the crossroads of the West Gun Show at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Your hosts, Dave Stahl, Lance Palkey, and Michael Schwartz will teach you anything and everything there is to know about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your American right to own and bear arms. Visit GunSportsRadio.com with your questions and comments or to learn how to become a sponsor and or guest of the show. Now, here's your hosts, Dave, Lance, and Michael, coming to you live from the crossroads of the West Gun Show. All right, folks. Hey, that's right. We're down here at the Del Mar Fairgrounds in O'Brien Hall. If you happen to be in the car and you're listening and you got nothing to do, Come on down. Hey, this segment is brought to you by San Diego County Gun Owners. Without them, we would be sitting back at the studio freezing to death. But Michael Schwartz, who runs probably one of the best uh, Second Amendment organizations on the planet, was nice enough to get us out here. Mike will be with us all day today. We'll be here until 5 o'clock. And let me tell you, if you've never been to a gun show, you need to come down. But you also need to throw $10 at Mike, join the San Diego County Gun Owners. Their booth is right next door. They've only got 500 people in front of them, but we'll wiggle you to the front if you mention radio. So, Michael, Lance, we're all here. Joe, welcome. Say hi, Joe. See, Michael, hi, Joe. He, or Lance never been before. I yeah. So hey. he's the rookie. So I'm we're looking gonna, at all these people here. It's so exciting. Well, we know how to take care of this place. So, Mr. Schwartz, who's we have, your guest? Absolutely. We have a very special guest, Susan Sledge. Hello. From P2K, who's also a world-class uh Trap competitor, right? Yes, international trap shooter. International trap shooter. God, I need and her. also one of the nicest people I've ever met in my whole life. Oh, thank you. And she does a fantastic job. She works for P2K, um, and uh, we've known each other for years, and you're here at the show uh, promoting P2K, right? That is right. We're promoting our new winter g- Gunderland. <laughs> nice. Event. Gunderland? Gunderland. That's easy to say. Yes, it is. Well, before <laughs> we do that, let's talk a little bit about yeah. you. What got you into guns did you have a mom and a dad that got into it kind of give us the the you know the the the, uh reader's digest version sure so my dad actually brought me out to p2k when i was 12 years old i shot my very first round of trap there and i got five (laughs) out of out of 25 super excited and uh after that that was it I went to the range with my dad every week, and that's, it just grew from there. That's and better just, than me on most, day, yeah. on most days. And that's just doing trap shooting. That, you kind of got into it, you stuck with it. That's right. Well, I guess you did pretty good. You've gotten a couple of uh, couple of medals. Yep, I made a few world championship teams. All right. World, so that's world championships. So you've actually traveled internationally. Mm-hmm. Where are some of the places you've gone to compete? I've been to Italy, Croatia, England, China, Belarus. Whoa. She's amazing. And you outshot them all? Come on, take Pretty the credit. Darn close to it. <laughs> take the credit. <laughs> if anybody wants to challenge you, they can come to P2K and, and give it a shot, right? That's right. I'll yeah. take challenge. She has an amazing career. Susan Sledge, Googler, she has an amazing career shooting trap. Do you, do you, have, do you have like a nickname that works hammer in at all? Like Susan <laughs> I think Sledge Sledge they, they probably works. There you go. Nice. <laughs> Susan. Awesome. What is uh, Susan? What is your um, the gun that you use, or the gun that you you like the most, or you prefer the most there when you're competing? 
I have a Parazzi MX-11. Oh, Parazzi. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. She just put a stick Is that your favorite, heart. favorite, favorite? Gorgeous. Yeah, it never breaks. Is that, what, is that oh, why you went to Italy Parazzi. to get that? No, actually, my dad bought it for me. Oh, so what nice. a dad. Beautiful Italian shotgun. You've been shotgun. that one for a while? Or is that, uh... I've shot it my entire career. Really? Yeah. You, haven't even, you haven't even ventured out and tried anything else? No. Why bother? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, once you drive <laughs> you a Ferrari, why would you go yeah. to a Volkswagen, right. right? So at your peak, like, how much do you practice to be that good at trap? I would shoot, when Miramar was open before they got shut down, I would shoot two to three times a week, mm. and I would shoot between 75 and 100 rounds a day because wow. I focus more on quality versus quantity. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. gotcha. So where do, you, what do you, where do you practice now? I'm actually retired. I've been retired for three years. You're not old enough to retire. <laughs> Get your butt back out there, girl. Come My on. bank account said I was there. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. You don't make a lot of money. You no, you spend a lot of money doing you. it, though. Are you doing private <laughs> le- lessons? Not at the moment, okay. but we will be starting that next but year. I think you're responsible for me getting my butt whooped by those 13-year-old girls that are there That's all the time. That's why he won't go out anymore. I, like, <laughs> they outshoot me every single time when they go there. It's a lot of fun. That's excellent. That yeah. means they follow directions. Yes. So what's the best <laughs> advice? Somebody that's out there missing all the time, What? What do you? Uh, they want to get better at trap and skeet and sporting clays. What's the best advice? I what's think the, he just said on? it. <laughs> follow directions. Follow directions. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing. A lot of people actually end up looking at their bead at the end of the barrel, and then they're not looking at their target, so they'll be behind it every single time. Uh, so you have to look at the target. It's like throwing a football. So what's the point of having the little thingy on the end of the barrel, right? Just to make sure that you're all lined up at least with sure it. The, yeah, the vicinity. Two eyes or one eye on a shotgun? Two eyes. There you go. Absolutely. That's, that's good. I just learned something right there. I should probably open up both eyes. Yes, open yeah, up you both probably eyes. should. You'd be surprised <laughs> what you can hit. So right. you're, you're retired, but you work at P2K. Hey, Marine. You must get out there and, and shoot a lot and have some fun, though. I've actually been shooting pistols a lot more than I have shotguns lately. Oh. Yeah. Are you getting pretty proficient? Yeah, we have a new virtual target system that's out there, and that thing you is know what? black. Talk about that, because uh, I've, I've been hearing a lot about that. Michael wants one for his birthday, Dennis, for Christmas. <laughs> Dennis keeps telling me about it. He says it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. So it's a projector, and it shoots an image onto a white piece of paper, and then there's, like, infrared and cameras and stuff, and it will read your shot placement on the white piece of paper. But while you're playing the game, like carnival games, you shoot the little duckies and they fall over. Or they have zombie games where the zombies walk at you and you have to shoot them or else you die in the game. Right. It's a lot of fun. So it keeps track of it, you know. It does keep track of it. You don't have to do score. math. No, no math. No math. It adds your times at the end. So if you shoot bowling pins, it keeps That's your score. That's why I quit bowling, just because all that math. <laughs> Holy moly. But you're shooting your gun with your ammo. Your gun and your ammo. So, That's Susan, awesome. what is your preferred handgun then nowadays? I have a CZ-75B. Oh, okay. Did Dad buy that for you, too? No, I bought that one. Thank goodness. Is that a roster gun? <laughs> I was gonna just, roster? Yeah, I was just going to ask that. Is that one of our roster guns? It or? is currently until the end of the year. Then the, no mess. Oh. oh. It's going to go away. They're not going to the gun show and get Yeah, one. CZ said that they weren't going to be renewing their... California license. California license. Yeah, it's going to be time to revisit that roster again here. I think a uh, mm-hmm. little discussion. Yeah. So working at P2K, how much does that how much does that pistol roster affect sales? Well, we've been selling the same guns for the last ten years. Yeah, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. That's it's crazy, it, right? Yeah. Uh, Dennis, uh, uh, who runs P2K, great guy, described it. He said it's like those old movies. You ever see a movie where they go to Cuba? And everybody's driving around in like 1950s, you know, cars yes. because of the embargo, yeah, right? Exactly they can't right. get new cars. Great that's exactly what's going on, right. yep. you know. 
Yeah, and CZ said it wasn't even that a part was changed in the firearm. It was yeah. the person that was doing their engraving. And that was it. That was the change. So so they can, just so everybody understands, mm -hmm. they, CZ can no longer sell a pistol in California because they changed the way they do the engraving on the pistol. That's the way we've been told by There's CZ. There's no functionality change. Well, that not sounds like a valid excuse to me. I mean, gee whiz. I mean, hello. And because they changed the engraving on the Bad. pistol, they now are required to go through the process again, and they're required to have technology that doesn't even exist to be in their pistol. And spend lots and lots of money to go through that process because right. it's not free, right? right. Exactly. Right. So, unfortunately, Susan's trying to make a living and sell some guns and sell some training, and uh, and that's that's how it directly impacts people. You know, that's how these stupid laws directly impact people. Yeah. So talk about P2K. Why should people come down to P2K and shoot and be a member? And where's it located? We are located in El Cajon, and we are the largest hybrid shooting facility on the West Coast. What's that mean? We have outdoor clay target shooting and uh, indoor rifle pistol shotgun up to 100 yards. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, and we're San Diego's only legacy range. We're coming up to 100 years in three years. Really? They've been yeah. around for 100 years. Wow. Yeah. And that's you'll crazy. have no problem finding Susan. She's the one that's got a smile on her face. <laughs> from she has not stopped smiling. Since she sat down. Now, do you frown when you miss a target? No. Oh, God, I like this girl. <laughs> All right. Hey, we're going to have to take a quick break. It's a thrill having you on, especially as our first guest. Thank we're you for get, having me. We're going to get you back on, too, folks. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio. We're down here at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Come on down. We'll be here till 5 o'clock. We have grenades. We're literally throwing at our favorite listeners. Ooh. And if you could catch it, you can keep it. Right here on <laughs> FM 96.1. AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. And we're down here at the Del Mar Fairgrounds in the O'Brien Building. We'll be here till 5 o'clock. If you want to come down, stop by, sign up for San Diego County Gun Owners, we'll give you a grenade. That's yes, right. Sir. A nice little soft plush grenade. Hey, this segment is brought to you by Firearms Legal. Let me tell you what. Firearms Legal Protection is the best legal protection for self-defense. Check them out on the website. Go to firearmslegal.com. That's firearmslegal.com. Well, Ringmaster, who have you got next? Another very special guest. San Diego County Gun Owners endorsed candidate yep. for uh, supervisor, County Board of Supervisors out in East County. Yep. Joel Anderson. How you doing, Joel? I am fantastic. What a great place to be on a Sunday. Isn't it, though? No, isn't it, though? I, you know what, what? What cracks me up is, uh, you know, all the protesters say all these crazy things. You look around, <laughs> you see nothing but families having right. fun together on a Sunday. All yeah. these little kids. Yeah, it's They're fantastic. everywhere. And dogs. Don't forget the dogs. Oh, yeah. Like, kids, of course. Dogs. You mean you didn't see all the criminals and gang members and people here buying here, put, guns? Pull yeah. your mic up a little closer I, to your mouth. There, a little bit closer. There you go. Yeah. And no, I, I didn't see any of those folks, but, you know, there's plenty of county sheriff here. Uh Oh, yeah, sure yeah, 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 I've never seen it. I even see wives down here. Wives. Oh, yeah, families. Yeah, Grandma, grandpas. Yeah, well, great. when I was walking in, there was a, I, I don't know how to politely say this, elderly woman. Uh, <laughs> That'll with, work. What it looked like with her son, but she was the one that was carrying the, 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 the rifle. <laughs> really? So, yeah, so there I don't know go. if she bought it here or if she had some repairs or what was going on, but she was walking, walking out with a rifle. 
So well, she, somebody she had an early Christmas. Yeah, I guess. She well, couldn't this, have bought it here. She, no. she, she'd have to wait for the 10-day wait period. So maybe it was like a replica. Or, or maybe she was getting Yeah, yeah I don't know. Maybe she was trying to sell it. but Oh, that could be it. I so don't know. So Joel did an awesome job yesterday of organizing a uh, uh, press conference. Uh, yep. So everybody may have yep. seen it. You can see it on our YouTube channel. You can see it on KUSI, local NBC, Channel 10, covered all over the place. Union Tribune. Uh, what yep. was the catalyst? What was the idea for the press conference? They're always, gonna, they're always going to focus on the naysayer protesters. They're never going to focus on, on the citizens who just want to express their Second Amendment rights. Right. And, you know, he, it, I think that when people, it's unfortunate there's not a camera fanning this floor so you could, people could see that these are your neighbors, these are your friends, these right. are your relatives right. who are out here with their families having a good time. Right. And uh, they always want to slant it in a way that's just simply not true. You know, when I was in the legislature, they passed a law that said if you're on probation from armed robbery, you've, you've served your time, but now you're on probation with armed robbery, and you get caught with a weapon, say a pistol, like the pistol you used when you robbed somebody, <laughs> They'll cite you as a misdemeanor and not kick you back to prison. So, wait a minute. We're going to let them skate, but we're worried about us? Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. Well, that falls right back into that old thing I say to every politician I meet. You can have my Mossberg. You can have my 9mm if you give me a six-month plan on how to take guns away from the criminals. And you know what? And I've asked two politicians, and they both said, what? You know how difficult that would be? Oh, I see. So you're going the easy route. You're going to take it away from law-abiding citizens. Right. But how could they say that's too difficult where that is the problem? It's the criminals that have the guns, uh, not you and I. Absolutely. And uh, yeah. yet the focus is continuing on us as if we've done something wrong. Right. We haven't. We played. We follow the law to the T. So one thing I've always, always respected and liked and learned from, from you, Joel, is leading that, taking the narrative by the by the horns and, and leading that narrative and saying, hey, look, we're going to do the press conference. We're going to call the press in. We're going to deliver the message. And I think you do that better than just about anybody in San Diego County. Well, I appreciate it. And by the way, this is Joel Anderson. I'm running for supervisor. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. got to do that. No, you got to do that. Every time I get a nice compliment, I want to throw that in. But, you know, <laughs> listen, I, Michael, you he know He really is a politician. Done. That's another thing I've learned. <laughs> That's great. Well, you know, it's uh, too often... I saw this in the legislature. I saw it around. Everyone says they're pro-Second Amendment. They're for the Constitution. But then when it's time to actually fight for our constitutional rights, they all run for the hills. Yeah. They, 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 they want to go on record as saying it. They just don't want to go on record as doing anything. Right. Well, and, no you know, we've got to be proactive. If we, if we believe in the Constitution, we've got to fight for it. You know, people have given their lives so we live in freedom. And to turn around and not continue the fight to keep the, our country free is just uh, uh, flying in their face and wasting their life. Yeah. So I, I think it's our constitutional uh, obligation to fight for our rights. Oh, without a shadow, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, and that was one of the things that, that we really liked about you, and that's, that's why, as the San Diego County gun owners, we've endorsed you for that, that position because it's, uh, it's just too important. Politicians need to stand up. And, you know, you've always done this where if you believe in something, then you're right out there and you're standing up voicing your opinion for it. And that's really something that's missing today out there. So uh, you're just doing a great job, Joel. Well, I, I really appreciate that. Uh, it's always amazing, though. People work so hard to get in office to do nothing. They <laughs> sit on their haunches and just go to cocktail parties. And all I can think of is, you know, when you get elected, 
you are given, uh, you are blessed with that opportunity to make real change in people's lives and improve their lives and lift them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when I, when I was in the legislature, uh, the pro tem of the Senate would always love to say that we were the fifth largest economy in the world. And we were a, if we were a yeah. nation state, we would be great. Yeah. And every time he did, I'd throw my mic up and say, great nation states don't measure uh, themselves based on how, rich, how many rich people live in Silicon Valley, <laughs> but how few poor people live in Central Valley. One in five Californians, 20% of our population, lives below the poverty line. Ugh. It's disgusting. We have the most poverty in California, more than any other state, and yet they continue to talk about how rich Silicon Valley is. You know, uh, this is the same as it always is. You have politicians who are interested in being in office, but not fixing the problems. And, yeah. you know, one of the, not only am I going to fight for the uh, Second Amendment and make sure that we always have a gun show up here, but uh, homeless is a huge issue. And yet the electeds are doing nothing, little to nothing to solve that problem. And you can't walk in a park in East County or, or go to a library without fear. Or jog along assaulted. the river, yeah. the San Diego River from Santee to Ocean Beach is... Basically, uh, it's like a resort for homeless people. And I believe and, we have about, what, half of the homeless in the country, almost half of the homeless in the country live in California. Is that right? So I didn't know say, that. Yeah. Hey, let's yeah. start shipping them to Nevada. To Nevada. Nah. That seems to be the new trend, right? Just pack up your homeless and put a stamp on their forehead and send them down the road. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I, know that I, I know plenty of people like to Dave. kick the can. But that, I actually by the way, the listeners, the that was not Joel Anderson. No, that, that was James Thaw. <laughs> Postmaster <laughs> General. Postmaster <laughs> General. Well, no, Joel, I, I said that facetiously. Trust no, me. I know you're kidding. But, you know, it's frustrating. And uh, no matter where I am in the district, we've walked most of the district already. Uh, I have 400 volunteers working on my campaign. And time and time again, it's homeless, even if you're out in Pine Valley. Oh, you yeah. would think Pine Valley would be insulated from it. But, no, their concern is homelessness. Oh. Uh, Look, it's in our best interest to solve that problem, to get people off the streets, back into jobs and in apartments and, and being producers, not takers. And at the same time, it's good for society. So yeah. I, I think there's a lot of solutions that we can do, but we, we can't keep talking about it. We actually have to put our words to action. You have to do it. You're a doer. See, and that's it was always frustrating. You, you, you know, before you, you got in, uh, into uh, politics professionally, you were an activist, and you were extremely oh, yeah. uh, uh, active and. You know, I'm sure you can relate. It is enormously frustrating when you hear from politicians, you know, they kind of tell me, oh, you know, they're there, they, you know, Mike, and they pat me on the head and say, don't worry, I'm not going to vote to ban guns. Okay, uh. well, that's, a, that's a, such a minimum requirement. We need you out there fighting. We need you out there getting on the news, and we need you out there, you know, talking to people and leading and protecting. And, you know, uh, and like I said, you do that uh, just about better than anybody else. Well, when I was in the Senate, you know, I came down here and testified in front of the board. When the, you know, this yeah. trying to shut down this gun show has been going on for a decade. Yeah. And I always sent letters in support, and I also came down here personally, flew down just for an hour to testify in person, and then fly back to Sacramento. Again, uh, to work that hard to get into office, to roll over and not do your job is outrageous. And for so many of these people, I think that this is a part-time job. They have an, uh, an, another job that they're more dedicated to. But, you know, this is why we never solve any of the problems. So it how takes are we a gonna, lot of work. How are you going to get more of your colleagues uh, into, of course, uh, not your Sacramento colleagues anymore, but your, how are you going to get the, the county board to get on board uh, with being more friendly to shooting, more friendly to uh, uh, shooters, gun owners, that sort of thing? What are some things that, uh, not just some specific things that you champion, you know, regulations. Right, right, right. Getting, but how are you going to get the other, Nathan Fletcher, 
you know, that guy's horrible on gun issues. You know, how, how are you gonna? How do you talk to him, or what do we do? Or maybe it's not a matter of talking anymore. Well, maybe it's you, a matter of. Well, I, you know. I, I, I don't think it's just about Nathan Fletcher. I think it's across the board. I think what we need to do, though, is you know, your organization has offered great opportunities for people to come out, go to the range, get to see what everyone's talking about firsthand. I think part of it uh, that I witnessed in the legislature is. I remember one of my colleagues saying, well, what's the most dangerous bullet? And, uh, you know, and they couldn't understand how all this works together. What's the most dangerous? Because that's the one they wanted to ban. Exactly. They were looking bullet. for the most dangerous the, bullet. The one in a criminal's hands. That's and the most I, I felt so sorry for the CHP because uh, the CHP had put mm. this. Uh, they, they, CHP every year invite all the legislators to understand what they do. So you, could, you can go down there. They walk you through uh, generally what their job is. And then half the group goes to the gun range and fires awesome weapons and, they, and learns a lot about them. And the other half goes to the racetrack and learns how to drive sideways down the road. Yeah. And um, I was so angry because we spent four hours through stupid questions. Usually it took a half an hour. Then we'd have three hours out on the range to try uh, different things. And, by the way, they, they gave awesome tips on how to be a better shooter. And uh, it was very helpful to me. But that year, I had to go back to the legislature. I had a committee to go to. And, and, and my colleagues were still asking these idiotic questions about, uh, uh, about the most dangerous bullet produced. Well, who, who, is there somebody that you like that's running in south? Is there a candidate that you support running in south to uh, help you on the, on the county board? Or, or well, you know I what? Know Look, I, think, I think part of this, though, is getting people exposed to it, right? If they saw it, now Nathan's been exposed, you know, he's, so he's pretty trenched in. But I'm not sure that's what everybody uh, feels like. I think that if we can get some more folks out to the range, oh. if they can actually see how this works, if they came to the gun show and actually were open-minded. You know, I got to tell you, uh, as a legislature, I went to a lot of leftist groups and leftist organizations because I wanted to be fully knowledgeable. I didn't just want to vote against them. Right. I wanted to see and understand because I may be wrong. You know, uh, I've changed my mind on a lot of things along the years, and uh, it made me a better legislator. Well, sometimes so, it's not just left and right. I mean, you have, you have Gaspar, who's con generally considered to be on the right, um, but we can't get her. She doesn't want our support, you know, and she's had some good votes. She's had some bad votes. She's a mixed bag. I don't think she's someone we can trust, to be honest with you, but I'm not sure yet. Well, but and then on the other side, you have Olga Diaz, who's running against her. She's ringing up my phone. She wants to sit down and talk. So it's not just a left versus right thing. I, th I think you're, you know, I agree with you on that. Olga is a very interesting person. I mean, she is, uh, uh, I have found her to be very smart and uh, very open-minded. So I'll be curious how that meeting goes when you meet with her. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious, too. I'm uh, actually, I'm looking forward to it. I, Olga, I, I know you listen every week. So I, call me up. I, I, I want to meet with you. Well, we I, I believe that her husband's in law enforcement. Yeah, he so, retired, yeah. Yeah. He was so, a, a Marine and then retired law enforcement. I, I'm pretty sure he's retired, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, Michael and Michael by lunch. Yeah. Well, Always good. Michael's very generous. I know. Well, we got to go. That's the only reason I jumped in. I figured food would stop the train. You bet. Yeah. That's uh, uh, Joel Anderson for County Board out in East yeah. County. Uh, How, do County Board How do people help? How do people help? Well, you, you can go to uh, 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 Joel Anderson, Supervisor2020.com, or I have an office across the street from Parkway Plaza. We're walking precincts every day. And if you'd like to make a donation, you can do it on the website, or you can actually call me on my cell phone. It's 619-204-2200. Uh, 
uh, I'm proud of what I do, and I'm not afraid to give out my phone number. That's right. And he that will answer, number. too. He will well, answer. Well, uh, if you're not uh, if I'm on if, I, if I'm on the phone, I won't answer. But leave a message, <laughs> I'll return the call. All right. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio live down here at the Gun Show at Del Mar in the O'Brien Building. Come on down. We'll throw a grenade at you. You'll love it. Right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment's brought to you by TDT Construction. Hey, you uh, getting ready to do a a kitchen remodel, maybe a room addition, or build your dream home? Well, TD Construction does it all. Go to tdconstruction.com. They're local, family-owned, run business that you can trust with your construction needs. Don't overpay. Call TDT Construction today at 619-448-2353. That's 619-448-2353. Or just go to www.tdtbuild.com and check it out. A-plus rated with BBB. You cannot go wrong. All right. Well, let's see. What do we got here We've got uh, Dave Chong on the line. Hey, Dave, are you on the line? I am on the line. How you doing, folks? David Chong from AO Sword. Uh, I ran into somebody the other day. God, I can't remember where it was. Said they were down at your store and was just blown away with the customer service. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. That's what we're all about. Yeah, uh, we uh, it, today's my birthday, but uh, hey, hey, twenty-two! Cool. All Happy right, birthday! <laughs> so cool to hear you guys at the uh, show. I had to uh, drop a line and uh, just spend time with you guys. What are you seeing down there? You know, the general public really needs to come down and, and look for themselves. This is such a family-oriented event. I mean, there's kids, there's babies, there's strollers, there's grandmas, there's grandpas, and there's a lot of stuff above and beyond firearms. I mean, there are some really cool clothing, uh, uh, knives, you name it, it's here. I mean, it's it's definitely worth taking time out of your weekend, and they're and we're going to be here till five o'clock, so people need to come on down, you know, if they haven't uh, ever been to the show before. Yeah, yeah, I. Uh... When I hear someone say, oh, well, I'm against guns, this or that, mm-hmm. I just, I'd love to take them to the range. I'd love to take them to a gun show because it's clear they haven't spent time with the average gun owner. Right. And uh, seeing how family-friendly that is, how, what an educational environment it is, how, how safety-focused we are. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, when you read the testimonials of people who, who uh you know, write up uh, blogs or whatever saying, I used to be an anti-gun person, and then my friend finally convinced me to go to the range and open my eyes, and, and right. now I understand. Uh, it's, well, it's, the, the typical gunner is not who other people think they are. Once they get past the noise, I think they're good. You know, that fear of the loud bang, once they get past that, then it seems to it all mellows in. Sure, yeah. You know, there is that... that uh, for the uninitiated, there's that sense of, oh, well, it's, a, it's just so dangerous that um, it'll probably hurt me or hurt somebody right. else. It is, it is uh, uh, far safer than your average motor vehicle. Uh, 
We, we see so many more deaths, oh. unfortunately, from uh, the, the careless use of a motor vehicle than, oh. uh, than any guns, even on purpose. I know. We need to attach a cell phone to our gun, and that way everybody would start shooting. <laughs> what's your what Dave? Do you have maybe you don't have one, but do you? What's your what's your best story? Who who's the the most anti gun person you've ever seen turn? Do you have a Do you have a story like that? Or uh, oh boy, good luck with that one. I have. I'd have to think about that and get back to you. I have a yeah. couple, but uh, with each each case, kind of. Uh, I wouldn't want to out them on the radio without their permission. <laughs> that was probably good. Because Joe was even – we were just talking about Joe's situation, how, you know, Joe Dramisi is now one of our our blog guys. He's on our board. and Yeah, Joe, one yeah. who really gets carried away is um, – you know, it was funny because uh, I was telling someone I'm relatively new to it. You know, I grew up shooting, um, shooting shotguns and hunting rabbits and stuff like that. Everybody had a gun. But when I went in the Navy, I kind of put that away, and I really didn't <laughs> – picked that stuff up again until about five years ago mm. and um up until then i mean if you would have asked me you know do we should we ban assault rifles i would have said yeah why do people need military weapons i, I had no clue <laughs> i had no idea that that's not what they are and it, and it has nothing to do with anything and it's just you know and i and i would have really thought i knew about guns because i was pretty aware and everything and there's a lot of people like that now sure you had no frame of I reference will, donnie i will tell you a uh uh, maybe one of my favorite stories about uh, perception uh, around guns. Uh, I was elected to uh, the uh, Board of Education for our local school district, La Mesa Spring Valley, and uh, served four years. And when I first came on, uh, the, the teachers and staff heard about me and who I was. They knew I was the PTA president serving at one of the local elementary schools, but uh, uh, the only other thing they knew about me was um, that I was a, a gun dealer, and that, that was scary to a lot of people. And so I went school by school and uh, uh, spoke at uh, the union meetings, spoke, spoke at the staff meetings and teacher meetings, and just introduced myself. And uh, pretty much each and every occasion, uh, uh, some of those people who were uh, very apprehensive and, and unfamiliar with guns came to learn that, uh, oh, wow, here's a, here's a gentle and soft-spoken person who is so adamantly uh, uh, in support of the Second Amendment rights of uh, uh, every American, but not because he hates people or, or likes violence, but quite the opposite, uh, yeah. that, that a, a gun in a person's hand is, is, allows you to lovingly protect life and, and prevent violence. And uh, it was a different perspective for people, and I think that they got a, a really different sense than they might have originally had. And, and from those meetings, I did have follow-on conversations with several individuals who actually wanted to pursue their, uh, their right to carry uh, in the classroom, which uh, at, the t at that time when I was elected, uh, we, uh, we did authorize people to carry in the classroom who were duly licensed and uh, trained and vetted by the sheriff's department. Unfortunately, that that uh, made the uh, state so angry that we and about five other districts were doing that, that the state uh, made it illegal for us to uh, use that exemption where the superintendent could uh, authorize people to carry uh, in the classroom uh, or on campus uh, with a CCW permit. And that was that was really a, a huge tragedy for 
for local control and, and allowing local elected officials to um, to determine what's best for their local uh, uh, you know their local constituency. I remember that. And that was tough. You're completely right about that too, David. And the you know part of the reason we have that is um, you know those laws like that one in particular are based on misconceptions that it's somehow going to be safer for everyone you know if we create oh, these kind of gun-free zones and taking that right away from the local authorities where it belongs it belongs with the school district and the local law enforcement to decide you know how to best uh, protect their people in their areas but the um, you know I think a big part of that like you were saying earlier is people just don't know and I think we've neglected those of us that do know have neglected that that education aspect for a very long time about getting the word out and helping people understand because I think I think most clear thinking rational adults once they understand the facts I think would would not um, support so much of the uh, the gun control stuff that you hear out there because it, it just doesn't make sense well, that's that's absolutely right Michael you are a great keeper of statistics uh, and and researcher of uh, true facts tell oh. us you know in the past five years um, it made national news. There have been many school districts ac across the country, certainly not ours, unfortunately, yep. but uh, uh, both on the elementary and uh, secondary and even uh, college campuses uh, who have gone to uh, uh, right to carry. And how, how, many, uh, how many shootings have we had on those uh, campuses allowing concealed carry? Not one. Um, yeah. Not the, one. The number's exactly zero, right? Exactly zero. Mm. Yep, it's so true. I, I think that's that statistic absolutely speaks for itself. By the way, David, I, we're, so we're here at the, you know, we're obviously here at the gun show. We're just, we're just out on the floor, and uh, I just got pulled this out. I don't think you realized we are on the radio. One of your customers just pulled me aside, <laughs> uh, and, and uh, uh, he said, yeah, he said, you know, I remember my first meeting at AO Sword. I said, well, that's actually, that's, that's who we're talking to right now on the radio is David Junk. So he was real excited. He's a big fan of yours, and he's a big fan of ours. So it was kind of funny. He just pulled me aside to tell me. Yeah, uh, he did, too, literally. <laughs> there you go, Dave. Radio doesn't mean nothing to that gentleman, but that's okay. So we're having – so, David, you're going to be on for two segments. And one th I think one thing I'm gonna, uh, we're going to talk about in the next segment is we talked – are we, are we going to talk about the, the barrel uh, question I had? Sure. Happy to do it. So we're going to talk uh, with uh, with Dave. Of course, David from Aosword out in El Cajon. Yep. Fantastic gunsmith. Uh, doesn't just assemble. He's actually a gunsmith. Uh, has a fantastic selection of uh, firearms of all kinds. But one of the things he does really, really well is uh, he kind of has this concierge service for building your own custom AR, which is very, very cool. And the question I had for him that we're going to answer on the other side of the commercial is... How do you know when it's time to change your barrel? Ah, oh, geez. Hang on to that question, uh, Dave. Folks, go to aosword.com, aosword.com, or you can call them at 619-749-4867 and be ready for the best customer service you've ever experienced. Dave, we'll talk to you down the road, man. I appreciate it. No, we're going to talk about it in two seconds. Break. Oh, two seconds? Yeah, on the other side of the commercial. Wow, you're really Stay a tuned. scheduler. Let me tell you. Stay tuned. This is FM 96.1. AM 1170, The Answer. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. 
as a retired RN, I know the importance of nutrition. I always have good food. It's actually healing you from the cellular level out. I'm living proof of that because for the past decade, I've been dealing with very painful brown spots on my forehead, and the brown spots, they're gone. There's only one thing that changed in my life, and that was taking balance in nature. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Call or go online now and become a preferred customer, which gives you our best pricing and free shipping. And we will take an additional 25% off of your first order. Plus, get a set of convenient travel bottles containing a free additional week's supply of balance of nature's fruits and veggies. Call 800 800- Two four six eight seven fifty one, or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code HEALTH. Red states versus blue, urban versus rural. As federal government keeps growing bigger, we the people are getting angrier when our side doesn't win. Are we at risk of becoming a nation permanently divided? In his latest book, Power to the States, How Federalism 2.0 Can Make America Governable Again, talk show host and author Bob Zadek explores factions and divisions that are inevitable and a solution that's been there in the Constitution all along. Power to the States features conversations with top scholars, statesmen, and a sitting state Supreme Court judge. Bob and his guests show how liberals and and conservatives are rediscovering the virtues of federalism where states become laboratories of democracy and citizens vote with their feet when they don't like what government is doing. Order your copy of Power to the States at BobZadek.com today. Z-A-D-E-K. A house divided can't stand, but healthy competition between the states can make America more prosperous than ever before. Power to the States, how federalism 2.0 can make America governable again. Available now at BobZadek.com. That's BobZadek.com. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Yeah, baby. All right, folks. Hey, welcome. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This segment's brought to you by the good folks at Cali Key. For those of us in California, Lawful AR ownership is increasingly under attack. California's assault weapon laws make it impossible to legally keep your AR rifle with the features it was born with. What is the solution? It's the Cali Key. Cali Key removes your rifle from the definition of an assault weapon by converting any mil-spec direct impingement AR platform rifle into a straight pull act bolt action. It's a true drop-in solution. In less than a couple of minutes, you are good to go. No milling, no aesthetic modification, no turning off your gas systems either. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford. Go to www.calikey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. All right, Michael, who you got? So we still have David on the line. We're going to talk to him about when is it? When do you know it's time to change your barrel? Yeah. But then we also have a guy who just popped in on us here at the gun show. We we uh, we lassoed him into uh, sitting here with us for uh, for a, for a segment. Uh, a guy who shot a gun at least once in his life before, Juan Hidalgo, who's running for Congress down in South. That's right. How you doing, Juan? Welcome, hey, Mike, Juan. Thank you, uh, Bob. So we, so first we got to get this one question answered because you got yep. me on the edge of my chair, there David. Yes, sir. So when is it time to change your barrel? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm happy to answer, especially with uh, my good friend Juan Hidalgo sitting there in the booth. Good to, good to hear your voice, Juan. Hey, good to hear. Dave, good, good to hear from you. So uh, there's really 
uh, the the question of uh, barrel life, uh, it, it really needs context. Um, pistol barrels are a lot different than rifle barrels, and then caliber makes a huge difference. Uh, to put it in perspective on the, the pistol side, I have changed out in 25 years uh, just a few handfuls, and I'm, I'm talking uh, less than 50 uh handgun barrels that were actually worn out. Uh, the majority of those were actually worn out because of over-aggressive, uh, super-enthusiastic cleaning. Uh, people wore out mm. the throats or the muzzles by uh, using aggressive cleaning techniques with uh, abrasives or by uh, uh, taking their cleaning rod and rubbing it against the uh, the edges of the, the crown. So uh, we actually do more damage to our guns cleaning them in, incorrectly than, uh, than shooting them does. But other than aggressive cleaning uh, or improper handling or things like uh, uh, storing them in a basement where it's cold and then hot and moist and then dry, uh, that, those changes are what really hurt uh, metals uh, and wood. But other than mishandling, uh, what, what's going to wear a barrel? Well, it's, it's heat, it's pressure, and it's friction. What and about, that's going to attack. Hey, hey, hey Dave, what about lack of cleaning? Say you're like Lance, and, you know, you have to find people to clean your guns, and, he doesn't, and he doesn't get around to it. it could that be sure. a problem with a barrel as well by just lack of cleaning? Uh, it, if it's corrosive ammo that you're shooting, some ah. Russian surplus, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, if, if you have a, a lack of cleaning combined with <laughs> lack of cleaning combined with a uh, corrosive environment like that uh, dank basement I just mentioned, yeah, that can attract and hold moisture along the bore, so that can hurt it too. Uh, a, a barrel sitting dirty in and of itself isn't going to hurt you too bad. Gotcha. So, should somebody, you have, is there like a cert? Like, what if I come in and say, hey, you know, I've run a bunch, I've run a few thousand or whatever rounds through this. Is there a polish? Do you guys polish it, clean it, or anything like that? Or nope, you just run a snake through it, or you run a a, a patch through it. Or see, this know. is why you don't clean your guns. I hate cleaning guns. I, I can love tell. it. I got to be honest, I hate it. But is there is there some kind of like is that something you do, Dave, or is that just totally unnecessary? Very, I, we do clean absolutely. We uh, a lot of people just are are not fans of cleaning their guns, either because they don't want to do it wrong or because they want it done very right. And uh, another thing you can do with the improper cleaner is you can actually take the finish off of your gun, whether it's nickel or blued. Uh, some people accidentally take the finish off of the outside of their gun using the wrong uh, wow. solvents or cleaners on the inside. So there's, there's, there are ways to get it right. YouTube is a fantastic resource. Um, I got to get around to putting some instructions on hey, my there, website. Yes, you do. Hey, I know, I know a better place to go. Go to A.O. Sword. There you go. Just don't <laughs> mess with it. Take it in. Sit down and let him explain it to you. Well, Juan is sitting here. You've had a, you've had a little bit of experience with cleaning guns before, haven't you? Yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Tell everybody what, 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 what you did in a former life. The former life. I was a, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Marine. Uh, I'm also a uh, master gunner. Uh, I'm a sergeant major, but it's a, don't get confused. I'm not saying I'm a master gunny. I'm a master <laughs> gunner, tank master gunner, which uh, were considered tank experts so you learn all the weapon systems for the tank and everything that's uh, with that tank um 
240 golf, 50 cal, uh, 120 millimeter main gun, nine uh, millimeter M16, everything. So you obviously have to know how to clean them as well. And how long were you in the Marine Corps? Uh, a couple of days. I was in for. <laughs> I didn't. De- I de- I, it took me a while to decide whether I liked it, so I stayed in for 31 and a half years. Yeah. 31 and a half years, yeah. and now you're taking all that experience yeah. and you're running for Congress. Tell, yes. where, tell, tell people about yeah. your district. I'm running for the 51st congressional district, which is basically the South Bay. Uh, west of the 805 after you pass National City, uh, Logan Heights, Shelltown, oh, yeah. uh, University nice. Avenue area, all the way out to El Cajon, uh, and we also include the entire Imperial Valley. Wow. So it's a big district. You're busy. But it's, yeah, and I just, last night I was in Imperial Valley. Uh, today I have a couple more engagements, and uh, it is time that we put proven and tested leadership that will work for Americans. And not for everybody else, because the, quite frankly, the guy that's in there isn't doing anything, doesn't serve anybody. No. And I always tell everybody, I don't care. I'm a proud Republican, but I don't care whether you're a Republican or Democrat nope. or an independent. We need somebody in there that will work for every American. And that's what I'm going to do when I'm in Congress. I agree. What do you think about that, Dave? I think that's good news, and I believe him. Uh, and I encourage others to believe him as well. He's got, you take a look at his, uh, the platform he's running on, uh, it is a, a, thoughtful, caring, uh, right platform for, for this community. And I can honestly tell you, I've never seen a tank commander go the wrong way. <laughs> and I'm only saying that because I used to drive a VTR. M88, you needed me more than I needed you. <laughs> we, we did. So you're I a tank your, mechanic. I we pull your butt oh, out of the right. mud quicker than anything. Let me I tell have you. a lot of respect for my tank mechanics, my that's brothers right. out there. and that's uh, right. They did a lot of good work, good work for us. So how do people help you out? Hey, if you want to help us out, which we need help, uh, we're always looking for more people to support us. Go to HidalgoForCongress.com, H-I-D-A-L-G-O.com, or go to our Facebook page, HidalgoForCongress.com, and there you can sign up to help us out. You can come join the team. We always have more room, and uh, you can make a contribution. If you can't, uh, $2,800 is the max you can do, but if you just want to send us 51 for the 51st, Help us out. Oh, that's and a do good it, baby. Yeah. Hey, I tell everybody, penny to a million. That's right. Everybody's got to give back. Hey, we're not trying to break anybody. We're working. There's nobody working for the middle class. Nope. Nobody. Mm-mm. And the guy in there says they work for the middle class. They do not. No, they we're do. We're going to serve everybody, including the middle class, the hardworking, and $51 won't hurt anybody. Not so. a bit. And it's good to have an uh, ex-military in there, even if you are a that's Marine. You I'm to. a Marine. That's why you have to vote for the right one. That's right. The oh, right one. Like, you had to make a bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's a good one. That's a good one. I said that with your guys in KUSI once, and it went, people liked it. Hidalgo uh, for Congress and uh, put the right one in Congress. There Absolutely. you go. <laughs> there you go. No, that's awesome. So uh, you got any fundraisers coming up, something maybe people like we to know about? We will in January. Right now, We, you know, the Christmas season, yeah. people don't want, you know, and understandably it's Christmas time. Uh, but we're still fighting the good fight. We're out on the streets every day. That's a big difference, again, yeah. with me is you'll see me out on the streets. Seven you'll see days my a week. Six days a week. I do take a Saturday off. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm resting, yeah. I, 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 I put <laughs> you don't God need first. no rest? Come Listen, on. I put God first. Yeah. And I, I make no qualms about that. I tell everybody God first, so I always That's right. keep the Sabbath. So. And I bet and you can still do 20 push-ups. I, push-ups, easy. I can still do 20 pull-ups. <laughs> you know, and, it's, and, and you know, David, talk a little bit. We were just talking to uh, Susan Sledge from P2K uh, about how the laws affect your business. So when we talk about, you know, when we get good guys like Juan to run for office and, and, and win and, you know, get some good policies in there, you know, talk a little bit about how these bad gun laws have negatively affected sure. your business. Well, 
the two I really want to hit on are the uh, uh, gun violence restraining orders that are happening right now and uh, the ammo law. The the ammo law is ridiculous, and uh, for for people who care about the environment, we're killing one tree to sell one box of ammo. It's uh, unbelievable. If a person comes in and buys just a few boxes of ammunition, uh, there's a uh, a preview, a pre-sale, a post-sale, and then an approval page printed for every type of ammo you buy. So you buy ammo for if you buy defensive ammo and FMJ for a couple different guns, you've got like 30 pages uh, of uh, background checks for for that. That's that's twice as much as for a gun. Uh, it's unbelievable how how quickly we have filled up filing cabinets full of paper documenting these uh, uh, ammo checks. They have not thought this all the way out, uh, and we are we are hurting the environment with how how many uh, pages we print out. That's also. Lawful gun owners are being denied their background checks, uh, and they're out one or eighteen, nineteen dollars. Uh, um, the criminals aren't getting their their uh, ammo over the counter, and no. and we happen to live in other states, or live right next to other states that don't have background checks. Also, the the uh, the internet uh, doesn't care about California law, and they're still shipping ammo in. So it's it's just a completely misguided. Uh, law and it's it's really hurting people. It's it's. I've seen uh, fathers and sons wanting just to go out to the uh, uh, gun club and uh, shoot a few rounds of clays uh, with uh, you know on a weekend. And because he because they don't have any guns registered at their new address, they can't take uh, uh, shotgun shells out today. That's terrible. That's terrible. But we all on feel the, safer, don't we? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, right. On the other side, uh, I'll be quick. Uh, we've had oh more than a dozen uh, gun violence restraining orders come in on on law-abiding citizens because uh, someone got into an argument with them, or there's a divorce happening, or something, and and out of spite, they get uh, pulled a, a restraining order, and and they're they're always proven not valid, but they have to give up their guns. All right, David, thank you very much. Mr. Hildago, one more time. How do people get a hold of you? HidalgoForCongress.com or Hidalgo for Congress on Facebook. All right, buddy. Thank you very much. Thank See you, you. at KUSI. Hey, hey, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. Don't go nowhere. We still got many hours at the gun show here in Del Mar. We're going to be here till 5 o'clock. Come on by. This is FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer.